listening to Syntax, the podcast with the tastiest web development treats out there. Strap yourself in and get ready. Here is Scott Talensky and Wes Boss. Welcome to Syntax. This is the podcast with the tastiest web development treats. We have got a banger show for you today about working from home. And don't turn it off just yet, because I know everybody's given tips on on how to work from home. But uh, we're going to attempt to give you our tips as to like, how do you make the most of what's going on right now? A lot of people are working from home. A lot of people are working from home with their significant other. They're in a different space. You're not as productive. There's a whole lot going on in the world. You're a little bit distracted. Maybe you have kids. Maybe you have lots of kids at home that need to be taken care of. But you and your significant other both have jobs to do at the same time. So it's just this like really weird area. And we're just going to try to give our our thoughts. And we reached out to the Twitter sphere for their own thoughts as well as to like, how do you navigate this troublesome time and, and do your best? I think that's that's really uh, what we can do right now is, is do your best. Today, we're sponsored by .tech domain names and Prismic. We'll talk about them partway through the episode. With me, as always, is Mr. Work From Home, Scott Talinsky. How are you doing today, Scott? Hey, yeah, I'm doing good. Doing good. Well, I mean, you know, given the current situation, I'm doing good. And, you know, I think it's a I don't I don't want to bump people too much out about any of this stuff because everybody's already bummed out enough about it. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I think we'll we'll try to cover this to the extent where it's going to be helpful without trying to bring you down or something like that, because that's really what's important here. You're getting enough bummer news from elsewhere. So. We'll try to keep it all productive, positive and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, I, so in that regard, I'm doing good. I'm sipping on a tea. I'm working on some code. I have 14 failed just tests this morning. So, uh, you know, and that's that's where I'm going to be at. <laughs> that's good. That's good. All right. So l- let's get into it. We've got some a bunch of different topics here about uh, your space, your routine, your focus, your your self-care. Um, and then we've got a big, big section on like, how do you even possibly slice up your day if you have a partner and kids? Yeah. Where like you just you just can't possibly both be working at the exact same time because kids need to be watched and yelled at and all that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start off with sort of the, the easiest. I think the easiest wins you can have when you when you're working from home is like, what does your space look like? Uh, how can you make the space that you are sitting in or standing in or whatever as as productive as possible so that like you sort of set yourself up for success. Because like I know myself, if I tried to do a bunch of work just sitting on the couch or something like that, I'm not nearly as in the zone as I could possibly be as if I'm sitting at my desk. And even when I'm gone for like a trip or something and I come back and I just plug in my laptop to all my monitors and everything, I just get this sense of like, huh, like this is where I'm meant to be. And everything is much easier because I'm properly set up for that. So like, what are the things you need to properly set up a, a sort of a makeshift? This is not your Instagram desk boy, $20,000 setup. This is you've got a table and a rickety chair. How do you make the best of it? So here's what you need, Wes. You need, uh, you need some cool pictures hung up on the wall behind you. Maybe some of those uh, sound foams. Um, sound absorbing foams, you RGB. need some, some decent lighting. You need some RGB. You need a keyboard that looks like an alien mothership. Um, yeah. <laughs> hashtag no, sponsored. Hashtag sponsored. Yeah, no. For, uh, what you really need is, is 
I mean, I like that you said set yourself up for success because what you really need is a space that does set you up for success. And in that regards, it's a space that can be yours, feel comfortable and feel like a workspace. Like what does your workspace at your office feel like? I know some open open office workspace plans are not the most conducive and maybe that's what you're you're like at work. But what does your your zone feel like? Where do you feel like you're in the zone working? And maybe that's a good idea to start with for your your desk space. To me personally, it all starts with being able to shut the door. And if you don't have a door or an office to shut, put on some really good noise canceling headphones. Getting yourself in that sort of um, oral, not oral, but aural with the A space is really important for me personally to just have this sort of inner focus zone time where I'm not being influenced by the dog barking or Mickey Mouse on TV or whatever. Yeah. And I honestly quite think so. Just to give you some some uh, idea here, we're recording this on March 24. It'll probably be released two weeks from now. So the world might have changed a lot in the next two weeks. But as I'm looking at it right now, it looks like people are going to be working from home for at least, I, I would say, probably three or four more months. So in some cases, your your employer will allow you to spend a little bit of money on investing on some stuff. Even if it's just you, I would probably spend a little bit of money and look for some sort of room dividers. I know you can get just like even just an old twin mattress or something like that, mm. where you can just put this thing up and give you a little bit of space. Because I know a lot of people don't have a dedicated room that totally. they can go to, especially I'm thinking of like friends that live in like bachelor apartments in New York. My wife. She doesn't have her own office. I mean, I have a, an office at our house because I work here 24-7, yeah. but she's working from home right now. She doesn't have an office. So, you know, w- what does that space look like? Yeah. So some sort of uh, room divider, you can get these foam ones or I don't know, you can uh, uh, even just like those acoustic panels that they put up on the on the, uh, the side of a, a gym. I, it's, it's sort of hard to buy secondhand stuff right now because people on like my immediate thought would be like, just go on Facebook Marketplace, find someone who's got a bunch of old panels from a 70s office and mm. and throw that up just for the time being. But like even then, that's that's a little bit dry. You're going to have to find something, some sort of thing online or uh, in the cottage. What I've done is I've just uh, we have these really heavy wool blankets. I've just hung a couple of those up around me. Oh, that's um, good. And that yeah. just dampens all of the sound and not all of it, but it, it gives it dampens enough that you're in a little bit of a different mindset. And they make like sound deadening blankets for that as well. If you're like looking to shell out cash, which I know um, most people probably aren't, but if you have like no. extra money or your company is giving you money, I know I've heard about that. Some companies are giving their employees some money to outfit their work from home setup so that they're more productive. And maybe that's something to look into is sound deadening blankets or dividers or some sort of thing to give your your space a defined feeling. So it is your focus space when you step in there. Yeah. Other just like actual tips I have there is things that work well to hold up blankets are if you go to Home Depot, whatever, they have um, these just like clamps, like um, hand clamps that are, are spring loaded. Oh, yeah. I never thought about doing that. And heavy duty, heavy duty magnets um, I've bought off of Amazon uh, before just uh, like we in our cottage, we have like spaces where there's no blinds and we just because if a kid needs to sleep in there, then we just throw up a tea towel or something. And then we just use magnets to to keep it up over there. How do you attach the magnets to the wall and to the blanket? 
you have to, there's a, a couple different options. Um, so if they're something metal, then the magnets are a good use case. Um, you can also buy ferrous plates. So uh, what does that mean? It means a piece of steel that mm. is magnetic. Unfortunately, washers aren't ferrous. So you can't just buy some washers and stick them to the wall with two-way tape or something like that. So you'd have to find something that is magnetic enough. Otherwise, if you've got even just like a piece of trim around a window or something like that, those clamps work pretty well in, in my use case because you kind of want to go something semi-permanent. I wouldn't even be all that scared of just drilling into the ceiling or the wall yeah. to do something because like we're going to be at this for a couple months and it's not a big, big deal to, to patch a wall when things get back to normal. Yeah, and I, I agree. And that's that's sort of where I'm looking at it. But then again, my space is definitely more of a permanent space. I am interested in these magnets and clamps. Maybe you could throw a link in the, the show notes to let people know exactly what you're talking about. That might be might be super useful. Yeah, they're just called super strong neodymium. They're called fishing magnets, which is kind of fun because there's this whole genre of YouTubers that tie a very powerful magnet to a uh, a string and oh throw it into, and throw it off of a bridge or something like that. And they're yeah, like, Oh, I found, a, I found a murder weapon or something like oh that. Or gosh. here's like a Ford Pinto that come up. These damage your computer or something. I'm sure they could, but to, to what did like, I guess they're, they're not that powerful. Well, it, it, like don't get the, like, like the thousand pound one that it, like will pull a car. Hmm. Um, just get these. I'm just looking at the, the ones that I bought. So I got a six pack of, 40 kilogram. That's 85 pounds. Okay. I was going to say, you got to give it to the, the freedom muted. They're here. about the size of a loony, which I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I have a loony, a loony in my, uh, in my drawer here. So yes, I'm do you really, I do. Yeah. I spent some wow. time in, in Canada being a, a Michigander for most of my life. It was a uh, yeah. common practice for us to head up to Windsor or uh, someplace around there. So just getting a little loony. Yeah, they, were you there when they had they had toonies too when you went there, right? Oh yeah, toonies, yeah, yeah, loonies right. and toonies. And like I, I learned at the bar, you got to ask for like a blue, not like a Labatt blue. Like, can I get a blue? Oh really? Yeah, they like they were. I was like, Nobody can I get a Labatt? And they were like, what are you talking about? It was in Grand Bend. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I know all about that. Yeah, that seems like an area of Canada that would drink a lot of blue. Yeah, yeah, That's, we were. Uh, did you get the blue flu forever? No, I did not get that the blue was, flu. No, blue flu was in in university and high school. I'd always be like, "Don't drink too much blue. You're gonna get the blue flu." See, yeah, look, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> uh, anyways, what else do you need for your space? Keyboard and monitor. Um, just some sort of external keyboard. Um, I I am I hate hunching over my laptop. I know Scott, you full time drive on your laptop. Is that true? Nope. Oh, you no, you've got an external keyboard. Yeah, you sick pick that one. I got an external keyboard and I, I prefer the giant Mac trackpad is my go-to for a mouse. I don't like mice really. I don't know why. Uh, I know a lot of people really like their, their mice there, but you know, the trackpad for me has always been the golden cause I love all my gestures. I love, yeah. uh, gotta have my gestures, man. I'm so used to it. So even when I get a desktop computer, I always opt for the external trackpad. Oh Yeah. I have the MX Master 2, which I hilariously bought because it was on sale and did not realize it was on sale because they were releasing the 3. Oh. <laughs> I'm just looking. Like, the, the frustrating thing about everybody working from home is everything is sold out. Like, 
the Elgato Cam Link is totally sold out everywhere. Really? Um, a lot of like audio cables are all sold out right now. Um, the MX Master 3 is sold out, looks like. The 2 is still available, which is good. For those of you who don't know, the Elgato Cam Link is this neat little thing that has a USB on one end and an HDMI on the other. And as long as your DSLR or mirrorless or high-end camera supports a no output HDMI output, like a no display output, as in there's no crap on the display, uh, then you can use your DSLR or mirrorless, whatever, as a webcam. So if you ever see anybody with a super high resolution webcam, that's what we're doing. I record all of my videos through the Elgato Cam Link. It's a really cool device if you have a nice camera like that. Yeah, it's it's really I just got one recently and it is super cool. Yeah, it's such a step up. Like, like, I'm not saying go out and buy this, but if you have uh, you can't even buy it now. But if you do have a nice SLR, like there's something about meeting with someone who has good video and audio that just makes you feel like you're in the room, like Scott and I recording this podcast. A lot of people don't even know that we do this over Zoom. So, yeah, that's something to like. It's the worst when you talk to people and it's like echoey and their audio is awful and their their video is is awful. Um, there's just like small things, like maybe like what are some good things that you can do to make good audio and video as you're talking to people from home? And one of the the biggest cheats I have is just put a T-shirt underneath your keyboard so it doesn't sound like you're boom, 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 when you're you're talking over the thing because you always have to oh. tell people to mute themselves. So that's an easy one. You probably have a T-shirt. I yeah, that's a good idea. I don't do that, so I'm gonna do that. I did I'm it do when I. When I initially started doing video recording, I only I only had like a, a tiny little tripod to record myself and every vibration from my typing would follow its way back, back up into the microphone. Mm. And just simply putting a t-shirt underneath the keyboard absorbed all of those sounds. Interesting. So my keyboard, by the way, is the Keychron K1. It's a wireless keyboard. It's semi, it's a mechanical keyboard, but it's got these really low profile mechanical switches and it feels much more like typing on the Mac laptop than it does a mechanical keyboard. I really, really disliked this keyboard when I first bought it because it triggered key presses when you just rested your fingers on it. And they've since come out with like a third iteration of this one. And it is awesome now. So I'm a huge fan of uh of this keyboard now so if if you're looking for something like that that it feels a little bit more like the mac keyboard uh, check it out it's the the keychron k1 and it has uh fancy leds that change all the time so you can look like a instagram uh desk person desk boy (laughs) um what else we have here external monitors obviously super helpful as well super helpful if you've got one you can throw together and uh, just raising up your laptop on even just a set of books, something like that. So it's just at a bit of a higher level that's going to prevent any fatigue that you have. It may seem silly, but if you're going to be spending four, six, eight hours a day on this thing. Uh, make sure that you have good ergonomics because you don't want to come out of this with a RSI injury or something like that. What does RSI stand for? Repetitive stress injury, RSI oh, yeah. injury. That's like ATM machine. Yeah. ATM machine. Right. I, I got carpal tunnel from breaking. Like uh, there's so much uh, repeated stress on your wrist. I got carpal tunnel and I had to wear those like 90s rollerblading wrist guards for a little while while my wrist healed. And uh, it was a really huge bummer because 
the, the trackpad really aggravated it and I really loved using my trackpad. So I had to go to, believe it or not, a Wacom tablet or Wacom, however you like to say it, was the, the most ergonomic for me when I had carpal tunnel. It worked really well. But uh, luckily, those kind of injuries can heal themselves if you if you let them. So uh, last thing tip we have here for space is don't work from your bed and your couch. It's very tempting, especially because like, oh, I'm working from home. But there's nothing, especially for me, nothing less motivating than sitting on your bed. You're also mixing up spaces. Yes, which is not good. We're all trapped inside right now. So. If your bed is where you work, but it's also where you sleep at night, then you're just you're just mixing up all of the spaces and that's it's not good for your health overall. Yeah, it's not good specifically for your sleep if you start working in your bed because it trains your brain to say this is a place for work. And then when you go to lie down for sleep, your brain's still thinking that it's in, well, this is a workspace. So, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, there's definitely something to think about. So uh, next section here we have is on our routines, which are also very important because, you know, you have a routine when you go to work, you wake up, you do this, you do that, you get ready, you go to work and then you come home, you do, you know, your normal stuff. But now that we're, we're working from home, it's really easy to say, hey, screw this routine. Uh, I'm working from home. I'm going to sleep in. I'm going to do this, do that, whatever. Well, I don't want to say that our routine hasn't changed because it's certainly changed and we have been waking up later, but luckily that's because Landon has been sleeping in super late for oh. some reason. So it's taking it's it while the, you can get it, yeah. taking it while we can get it as a new parent. So we're definitely pushing it a little bit there in terms of uh, our normal wake up time. Uh, we're not waking up at you know six six thirty whatever. And so I think the most important thing is to at least have some sort of a semblance of a routine specifically for your self-care. And it's funny that uh, we talk about this in the previous episode with Courtney and we say like, you know, really fixing yourself up, shaving can do wonders. And as I say this, uh, I had to put on a hat because my hair looked crazy. Uh, I have the worst scraggly beard ever right now. I am not (laughs) (laughs) following this advice. I shaved after Courtney told us to shave on the last episode. (laughs) I'm nicely shaven. Yeah, uh, I think she would prefer if I would too, so... You know, I need to 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 step up in that regard for me. It, it has been difficult. And certainly with my sort of situation, as things go and things get a little bit more overwhelming, that's one of the first things to go for me. And it, it really makes a negative impact in my life. So I do need to add this to my routine. By the way, speaking of this is somewhat unrelated, but somebody on Twitter heard that I was having trouble flossing. And he sent me this big message about how the mouth is the gateway to disease and all this stuff. Oh, wow. And it, it worked. I'm shook. So shook? Uh, I'm shook, scared straight. And he's like, he's like, honestly, he's like, he's like the, I think he said the apps never worked for him, but like knowing why you should floss is what worked for him. And I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And I've been, been on my game. Yeah. I think Courtney told me something about like an, it, like extending your life by like 10 years or something. And I was just like, oh, I don't want to die. So, uh, yeah, that's when I started flossing. <laughs> I'm going to have a, a great smile and be 120. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Next tip we have here is clear start and stop times. We'll talk about this a little bit more because start and stop means those stuff a little bit differently right now for a lot of people. But even if that's you're working 5 to 10 or 5 to 5 a.m. to 11 or you're working three hours in the morning and three hours in the evening just to, to get your time in. Just being clear with those times where you can like I asked on Twitter, like, what are your tips for, for mm. making this happen? And a bunch of people just 
sent me a photo of their whiteboard at their house mm. where they clearly had every hour nice and planned out. And that way work doesn't bleed into family life and vice versa. Yeah, that is important to to keep those boundaries. Uh, and lastly, we have taking breaks. It's, it's just so important to take breaks, um, take breaks, go for a walk. I know that some places are in like stay at home mode, but I'm pretty sure all of those stay at home modes allow you to take a walk around your neighborhood. Unfortunately, everybody, since everybody is at home in our neighborhood, I don't know what it's like where, where everybody else lives, but in our neighborhood, everybody has say, Oh, I can't go anywhere. So I guess I'm going to take my dog for a walk. And, and what you see is you end up getting this experience where you see somebody on the next block and then you got to make a choice. All right, I'm turning here. And so our walks are no longer linear down one line, down another line. They it's end like up being Pac-Man. zigzags. We're just, yeah, it, it's totally walk Pac-Man. We're just avoiding people at all costs. Oh, that's great. Uh, we should also say like, we understand the, the privilege that we have from oh, both yes. oh, having yes. a job and being able to work from home. Like I asked uh, for tips on Twitter and I got a couple angry people being like, you're looking to have a job. And all of a sudden like, yes, we understand yes. that. But we, we also understand that there are, are a lot of people who will luckily get to keep their jobs through this and are trying to navigate through working from home. And, and that's what this is. This, that's what this episode is for. Yeah, absolutely. And if you are working from home right now, uh, it might be a good time to pick up a little side project or build something that could help your your resume out, help your 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 skills grow. Any of those things now is a good time to sharpen those skills. And if you're going to sharpen those skills, you got to have some place to host your domains, any projects that you're working on. And what better way to host them than on a dot tech domain to let everybody know that your domain is well tech related. Uh, I know <laughs> Wes recently used the uses. What was the the URL uses.tech uses.tech. Such a good domain. Uh, Wes recently did this uses.tech website, which shows uh, links to what all sorts of web developers are using in our scene. And this is like the perfect use case for this kind of domain. And honestly, if I were to see this site, let's say I'm a hiring manager, right? And somebody says, I'm looking for a developer to do a React gig. And somebody sent me uses.tech and says, hey, I made this uh, as a, a fun little side project. I just did this goofing around. I would say, holy cow, you're good. Uh, let me hire you. <laughs> Let's talk about this because this looks great. It feels great. It functions great. And not to mention, it's on a .tech domain. So if you need a .tech domain, you're going to want to head to go.tech forward slash syntax. 2020. If you want to click that link, we'll have that link in the show notes, the description of this episode. Uh, you can use the coupon code syntax 2020 and get 90. That's right. 90% off of a one, five or 10 year domain. Get 90% off a 10 year domain. That's crazy. Uh, so head to go.tech forward slash syntax 2020. Check it out. Yes. I'm, I'm actually kind of uh, excited to see what projects come out of this um, because yeah. certainly it's hard to work from home, but there's also like a lot of after work is done. You, you might have a bunch of extra time on your hands uh, depending on your situation. And it's n- no better time to to do that side project you've always been thinking about. So grab a .tech domain name for it. Let us know what you've been working on. Tweet us Syntax FM as well. Yeah, we'll share it out. By the way, Wes, I, I'm looking at this uses.tech, and one thing I'm, I'm just noticing on this now that I didn't notice on it before is your very subtle 
non-blurry drop shadows on these little boxes. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah it's very, very subtle. You have to, you might have to have a very expensive monitor to be able to see it. <laughs> yeah, right. No. It's not passing contrast thing. So, yeah, you know what? That that site, there's so many people on it now that the try filter for someone that is like JavaScript or developer, like try filter for something that has a lot of people in it. 266. Yeah, JavaScript. Yeah. Feel the lag. Oh, it didn't like for me. No, it must be that 32 gigs of memory. I'm rocking my CPU. There's some sort of issue. Oh, I'm getting no with, lag, man. I'm clicking around, no? clicking, 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 no lag. I, I get I like I was running React DevTools on it and I was getting like 200 milliseconds of lag oh. for painting it. Um, and mm. I think it's because of how many people are on the website. So I thought that would make a a good video or something like that, figuring out what's wrong and, and how we can fix it. Like maybe virtual scrolling or something Perfect. like that. Yeah. Virtualization is probably going to be your key. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Like, like it obviously wasn't a problem when we first did it, but now there's what 335 people on the website and it's, it's too many. Right. So we need to look at solutions for fixing that. So yeah, maybe, uh, maybe uh, you'll find a neat little thing. Like I found out with the data URI when I was loading you know, a couple hundred series with data URIs. And that was, that was running my, my CPU. Give me some jam. I wonder, yeah, that, that I'm sure I'll find something weird. Cause I like, I put like 20 minutes into it and I just couldn't figure Like I, I knew that it was only happening on large paints. So it, it might just be the fact that it needs to paint 335 people to the right. thing, but I still haven't, haven't dug into it that much. So that's a good, I, my, I'm not sure if we're using data URIs anywhere, but yeah, it's probably something weird like that, you know? It's probably something weird, yeah. Cool. So let's get back into it, which is going to be the next aspect, which is focus, which we talk a lot about. We talked a little bit about in the previous episode, and we largely have the same advice here. When you're working from home, it is really key to focus. It's key to really know what you're going to be able to do for the day, because there are, we'll, we'll talk about things with your your partner, your family, if you you have other people working at your house or living at your house or your workspace, apartment, whatever. Uh, but it's important to know what you should and can accomplish in a day by making a detailed to-do list of everything, right? And that way you can check things off, you can feel productive, you can know that you're, you're getting work done, and you can um, just really have that good visualization of all of the things that you need to do so you're not like off drifting, thinking about playing video games or hanging out with your family or whatever. Yeah, I'm big fan of making to-do lists. We've talked about this a million times over, um, but honestly, uh, you need those small little wins, especially during this time where you might not feel all that motivated to to do your work because of what's going on. Um, and I find myself like I found myself sitting down yesterday, which was Monday. I had a whole week off uh, with our kids to figure out what was going on and I sat down on Monday and I just was like paralyzed with what do I do first, right? Mm -hmm. So I just went into my app and I just did a brain dump of all the things that I'd like to get done in the day or maybe the next couple of days and then reordered them. And then I just started checking it off and I said, like, oh, okay, I'm getting back into the back into the, <laughs> the rhythm. And at the end of the day, I looked at my list. I said, I did everything on that list. I feel a lot better about what I've got done in this day. So to-do list, we've, we say it all the time. It seems silly, but but absolutely get yourself set up. Uh, the uh, next one here is another thing we talk about that we've talked about focus so many times. It's almost so redundant at this point, but eating that frog really had it setting like a high value thing that you want to get done for the day will definitely make you feel accomplished. And you want to feel accomplished in these times. You don't want to feel like 
you're just wasting away. Because, you know, what? if we're being entirely honest here, one of the, the biggest things that I've used to distract myself from the current situation is my work. You know, uh, it's really just pouring myself into the code, pouring myself into the videos and the editing and whatever. And it it makes everything just a little bit easier because you're not thinking about, you know, the current situation. Some other tips I have are to don't watch or check the news during work hours. If you have apps that send you notifications for news, turn that stuff off. Turn off any notifications, remove the news app from your home screen, whatever. Put it somewhere that's not accessible so you're not like mindlessly pulling up the news. Do not have the TV news on. Nothing is going to change in one minute that is going to be that important and it's going to distract you. It's going to make you anxious and it's going to largely make you less productive, which uh, honestly, this isn't all about being productive. But if we're talking about getting work done, don't let that stuff creep into your life. In fact, I've uh, added a ton of filters to my apps lately on Reddit and Twitter and whatever. I'm adding all of the filters for any keyword of any of our current situation or political climate, because you know what? If I want to seek that news out, I will seek that news out and I will do so on my own time. I don't need Twitter or social media blabbing uh, just constant just terror at me because it's going to make me anxious and it's going to make me feel bad. So I block all those terms. And if I want to seek that stuff out, which I do, I will seek it out on my own time. Yeah, I heard a really good term the other day. Um, it's called doom scrolling, <laughs> where like I I catch myself doing it as well. Like after you put the kids to bed, you get open your phone and you just start scrolling through the news or through Reddit coronavirus or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I'm it's almost like I'm just like looking for more bad news or exactly. looking for how off. And then I'm like catch myself. I'm like, what am I doing? Like this doesn't make me feel good. It's, it's affecting my sleep. All that stuff. It's important to stay up to date with what's going on, but the fact that I was just using it as like entertainment almost, uh, or just like as something to fill me up. I don't, don't, I think that that's Ugh. it. It's just distracting. Um, just try to catch yourself if that's happening. Yeah. It's, it's so easy too. It's so easy. And I know it's like, it's, it's funny because Courtney's news app, like sends her a notification and it's just like, ah, the world's ending. And like, that like no matter what she's doing, if she gets that notification, it's going to freak her out. So like mm -hmm. turn that stuff off. Uh, and I guess that leads into the next section, which is uh, self-care, which is really important in these times. We're all stressed out. We're all feeling the burn. We're all feeling, you know, really bad overall to use the uh, the biggest word ever. Uh, but in me, my personal viewpoint, we've been taking great steps to sort of especially recently to make ourselves feel better. We've been playing a game animal crossing, which Courtney talked about in the last episode, which seriously is just so relaxing and meditative. My brother asked about this game. He's like, I don't know anything about this game. What do you do? I'm like, well, you, you fish and you catch bugs and you walk around the forest <laughs> and you pull up weeds. And it's just, it's, it's sort of boring, but it's so cute and relaxing and it feels so good. So, uh, if I find things like that, don't, you know what? It, it's funny. We put on a Netflix show that I really like. I really like altered carbon, which is like a cyberpunk futuristic show. We watched like yeah. five minutes of it and it was just like super violence, you know, and typically I'd be really into that. Uh, and I, it just felt too, too heavy for me. I said, we, we got to shut this off. We got to put on something a little bit more mindless, a little bit more relaxing, uh, so we put on Love is Blind and that was a lot of fun. So, 
Is that that new Netflix show that everyone's talking about? Yeah, yeah, it's a train wreck. Uh, it's one of those, you know, romance shows where they put people in a, they put people in different pods and then they like ask them to marry, people ask each other to marry each other without ever seeing them. It's just, it's, it's wild. <laughs> it's a little bit of a train wreck, but it's, it's good mindless TV. <laughs> I'll allow it just in these times. Right. Uh, <laughs> Top chef, things like that, yeah. you know. Um, exercise obviously is another, uh, important one. Our gym, gyms are obviously closed right now. Uh, um, so one thing my wife and I did immediately, uh, is we went out and bought an exercise bike, um, oh, because, a Peloton? uh, no, we're not, <laughs> not much of a rich a-hole. Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, <laughs> I, it's very no offense tempting. to Peloton owners, but yeah, yeah, that is. No, the, I'm, I, it seems really cool. And I told my wife if, if she can do like two years of, of this, then we can get a Peloton. But like, like we got like one of the best Schwinn ones and it was, it was still like, like a fourth of the cost yeah. of, of what a Peloton would cost. So I, Minus the maybe subscription at some too, point, yeah, like what's the subscription, like 30 bucks a month? I don't even Something know. Like that. Yeah. Well, let's, let's look it up. You could join the Peloton in the corner of a room. Uh, meme where everybody like puts their Peloton like yeah. overlooking a giant window and some ritzy apartment. It seems pretty sweet. I know. Yeah, I know. I say this as somebody who who would gladly take one, you know. Hokey. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to guess that means it's expensive. Wes says 49 hokey. bucks a month. That's more than I pay for my gym membership like three times over. Um, uh, we used to pay a hundred bucks a month for our gym membership in Michigan. But it was a really dope gym. Oh, yeah. we I used to pay like 60 a person and then like another one opened up down the road that was like nicer and 20 bucks a month. I couldn't believe it. If you are looking to get out of this with not spending a ton of money, though, there is um, this podcast I recommended as a sick pick the other day. And I do want to, to clarify this. These guys are very sarcastic. They like made some comment like immediately after I suggested this podcast, they like made some comment about hating marijuana and being super religious uh, and like uh, hating everything. Like it was like very weird, but uh, they were being super sarcastic. And if you didn't know them and you just listened to it, you'd be like, oh, these guys are like very intense. Like the (laughs) joke was way overboard. And like, I just like, oh crap, I just suggested this thing and people aren't going to get the jokes. But this podcast is really good and it's all science based. But this episode most recently talked about what you can do for workouts, both cheaply and expensively working from home with like minimal to no equipment. And uh, it's fantastic because they basically go through every single muscle group and say, all right, this is what you can do if you have no equipment. This is what you can do with a little bit of equipment. Uh, and, And I think that's really great. I personally have a set of well, we have a home gym, right? But if I, if you don't have a home gym, a squat rack and whatever, the easiest, cheapest thing you can do is buy a set of adjustable dumbbells. We have the power blocks and really like them. They go from 2.5 pounds all the way up to 70 pounds at point or 2.5 pound increments. Uh, so you can do just about everything. Like you could do a full body workout with those things, no problem. And it's one piece of equipment. I saw a set of those on Marketplace the other day and it had been posted for like 20 minutes. I was like, I'll gone. take them. They wanted like 20 bucks gone, oh. but they're, they're not cheap at all. They're, they're not like cheap. hundreds, no. hundreds of, so it's not the cheapest thing you can do. It's not the cheapest thing you can do, but it's like one piece of equipment and it yeah. lives. It's a tiny piece of equipment. It lives somewhere and you will use it forever. We've had ours for like four years and they, they, they feel brand new. So 
a set of five to 50 is 600 bucks. But honestly, no, that's not what. Yeah. Look them up. That's not their normal pricing. That must be inflated like crazy. MSRP, $800. No, that's not right. That's not I've, right. I've been looking at them ever since you you suggested them, and I always see them as being like silly. Because I saw sometimes I see them for like used, like one for 150 bucks. That's not right. But like the thing about these power blocks is that they hold their value. I've seen a set of like 10 year old ones go for hundreds of dollars. Uh, so yeah. you'd be able huh. to sell them again, no problem. Uh, that these are the, these are crazy. These are these prices are crazy. We did not pay that much. These must be no. You got yours used, right? No, I bought them new. Oh, yeah. There's several different brands too. I know Bowflex has one. Um, a bunch of different people make one. Either way, uh, adjustable dumbbells. W- however, you can get them really will go a long way for for working out. The Bowflex five to fifty two pound. A set is four twenty nine. Those got to be inflated. That's got to be. Maybe Chad. that's it. Maybe the Canadian. You guys are getting hosed. Bunch of hosers. Uh, that's three hundred bucks <laughs> US. Yeah, we're getting hosed. Do you know that the term hoser comes from whoever lost the hockey game had to hose down the rink? No, I didn't. I, people call it. You're such a hoser. You're a hoser. <laughs> uh, do you ever see the Bob and Doug McKenzie movie? Whatever that was. Ah, uh, Doug. Mackenzie, that was like the best movie ever. Strange Brew. No, I haven't. Oh my God, you got to see this. Strange Brew, Bob and Doug McKenzie, a pair of fictional Canadian brothers. Uh, it's Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas. Uh, it's so good. Uh, the movie is fantastic. They're formed out of a TV. Either way, Strange Brew, go watch it. Very Canadian. <laughs> That's awesome. And obviously, there's hockey involved in a Canadian movie. So, <laughs> um, we have. I've seen a lot of people doing like Zoom happy hours because like one thing you do miss working from home is that you don't have that social, like just chit chatting with people. And it's funny, like I've even seen people go as far to say we're having a Zoom meeting for half an hour and you you may not talk about work. Yeah, which seems silly. But honestly, I think that like a lot of people need that just the the little chit chat back and forth talking about what's going on in your life because you do do that in a workplace. As someone who works from home, I love missing out on the chit chat because uh, <laughs> I don't I don't like the chit chat, but a lot of people need it. Oh, I like the chit chat. Honestly, I really miss being able to go to my coworkers and say, hey, I'm about to do this with my code. Is this a bad idea? And then <laughs> they could be like, yeah, what, what are you thinking? Why would you do that? And I uh, <laughs> be like, oh, yeah, that is dumb. Wait. They could talk you off a ledge. Yeah, I'm having a bad idea or, you know, hey, hey, man, can you uh, I've been working on this bug for two hours. Oh, fixed it. OK, you know, like yeah. that kind of thing. I really miss that. Um, next one is don't over rely on substances. Uh, I know it's tough right now, but a couple glasses of wine or whatever every night. That's cool. Whatever, uh, whatever fits your fancy. But like, I don't know. A note about addiction or overly abusing substances, I suppose. I don't want to be preachy, but like. Mm-hmm. Man, if you have too much alcohol or you're just pounding it, that's not helping the situation or or too much of anything, too much relying on substances. I know it's so funny because like my anxiety makes me want to say like, oh, don't don't do anything because I don't want my immune system to be compromised to the point where I haven't been drinking at all just because I don't want my immune system messed up. But in the same regard, they they just announced yesterday that in, well, when we're recording this, they announced yesterday in Colorado that liquor stores and uh, uh, marijuana shops are not essential services. And then within like- They're not? 
they are not and they needed to close. And so within like moments of announcing that there were hour long lines like wrapping around every liquor store and dispensary in the, in the, in the, the city, really. I mean, it was craziness. You can find pictures of it and like, I don't know, within, within an hour, they, they were like, okay, sorry, we'll, we'll pull that back. You can have your weed, you can have your alcohol. Uh, yeah. and, and now they all have, uh, you know, curbside pickup. So you can go pick up those edibles on the curbside or something. So it's a interesting situation. Nonetheless, that is cause they just announced what is and isn't essential here in Ontario and, uh, cannabis and alcohol is essential. They'll it be is keeping now it open. Us, yeah. However, if you order online, they will no longer bring it to your door because mm. they have to check if you're 19. So you they have you have to drive to the post office and show the person their ID mm. and then drive home, which seems a little counterproductive when you're trying to keep people away. But yeah, you're right. That's I don't know. They made their decision there. I have a couple more here. Uh, one of them is an inside joke between me and Courtney, which is get your VD. We always call vitamin D VD. And oh. like, and like <laughs> we'll be on a walk. It's hilarious. I don't know. Like people are, who are not in tune to our, our lingo probably are like, what the hell? Cause we'll be on our walk and we'll be like getting some VD and uh, we crack up about it, but um, get that vitamin D, get some sun in your backyard. Let that sun come in. If you, if you, if you can get it, if not, I take a, a small vitamin D supplement uh, don't go crazy overboard with it, but vitamin D can help your immune system right now. It can also help a lot of things. So just try to get some sun, try to be outside a little bit, get that vitamin D uh, or that VD as we say. And also don't stress yourself out at night. We want to optimize and maximize our sleep here. And it was even like last night. I think it was like last night. I, I, I saw Courtney's phone, like the light was on when we were like trying to go to bed. And I was just, thank you. She better not be Googling coronavirus stuff. <laughs> sure enough, it like was. And it was stressing both of us out. And last night, I even talked about it when we were in bed. And it was like, why? Why am I doing that? So I think it's important. Something we're certainly going to try to do more of. But like set a boundary and say like after nine o'clock, no more CV talk. Nothing. COVID it's not, it doesn't exist after this time. We don't want to stress ourselves out before sleep. I didn't get good sleep last night and that's not helping anything. So uh, I think we want to optimize and maximize our ability to shut our brain off before before bedtime. Uh, and if you want to optimize and maximize your data, you're going to check out uh, prismic.io, which is a super easy way to make your website editable for the entire team. Wes, do you want to talk a little bit about Prismic? Yes, Prismic is a, a headless CMS. It's got a REST API. It's got a GraphQL API. The whole idea is you sign in, you create your data types, you relate them to each other, um, and that spits out a GraphQL API on the other end. Uh, and then you pull that data into your React app, your View app, your iPhone app, whatever you're using, you can pull that data on into your app. So it works with Next.js, Nux, Gatsby. They've got all kinds of really good starters. Um, if you want to try it out for a project that you may be with your .tech domain name, hey, how awesome would it be if you use both of our sponsors uh, in a right? single project yeah. uh, right now? You want to head over to prismic.io forward slash syntax. And they've got a nice little layout of uh, the different features that they have, their previews that they have, the image optimization that they have. And they have two different starters, one for React and one for Vue. They've sort of pitted us Scott versus Wes, Vue versus React. It's a hilarious little landing page. Check it out, prismic.io forward slash syntax. Thanks so much to Prismic for sponsoring. Cool. Yeah, let's get into this last part, which 
quite honestly, I, I don't have a whole lot of answers here just yet. I think a lot of people are trying to figure it out is there's a lot of us who have kids that their childcare is canceled. So the kids are at home with them. Um, and then there's two parents or our childcare wasn't even canceled. We just didn't want to have them in childcare right now because. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it still it's still on in Colorado. Well, as of yesterday, maybe not. But up until yesterday, yes, it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or like maybe you're a single a single parent with now all of a sudden your your kid is at home because you don't have have childcare. Like there's a lot of people in situations where it's just not possible for both parents to work as well as as have their kids at home. So I, I reached out on Twitter and said like like okay like how are you how are you even doing this? Um, because it's certainly not possible for both of you to put in a solid eight hour day when mm-hmm. when the kids are at home. So like like first of all, props to you for for doing this. This is not hard, especially like like I know. Like, you mean it's not easy? It's yeah. It's not. Did I say it's not hard? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is hard. hard. You got yeah. It's not hard. Yeah. It's, no, it's, it this, is hard. Uh, yes. This meme the other day is and just like that, no one ever asked to stay at home mom what they do all day. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. I know. So <laughs> so many props to stay at home moms. Oh my god. It's really hard to to be at home with your kids all day. Like some people are really good at it, but certainly people who are used to working a full day are not used to it. And you're sort of thrown into this. Yes. So these tips can vary greatly depending on your job, your significant other's job, how many kids you have, how old your kids are, whether they have like online school or not. But we're just going to rattle through some of the tips that we have here. So what's been, I think what's been working so far for myself, as well as a bunch of the other people is just slicing your day up so that each person gets a set, a a number of hours. So whether that's each person, um, like some people said, I've been working, waking up at 5 a.m. and working until 11. Mm. And then uh, my significant other takes the next five or six hours from there. Or some of them do two hours on, two hours off, two hours on, two hours off just sort of trading back and forth. Some people say like I get a couple hours done in the morning and then I get a couple hours done uh, in the afternoon. I I think really just trying to like look at it and say this is going to be hard, but how can we slice up our time so that uh, we can both get the amount of time that we need? And even if your your significant other doesn't even have a job, being home with the kids all day is is incredibly tough. Um, So like what I've been doing with my wife is just like, just jumping in once or twice a day and giving her a 30 minute break. Totally. So she could just go do whatever uh, she can do um, some work or go do a workout or would just be away from everybody else for a little, little bit of time so you can maintain your sanity. Yeah, totally. And communication is so key in that point where Courtney's work is a little bit different than mine in, in regards that, you know, she largely requires to be, at work testing kids and and now that's not going to happen. So she, it's not that she doesn't have a ton of stuff to do because she has a lot of reports to write and all those things, but it's very different. And so the way we do it is, is the beginning of the day, she'll say, I need three hours, four hours to write today. And you can have Mm. any of that other time to work because, you know, she knows that my business is sort of a priority right now because we don't even know what the status of her job's going to be. So uh, we're splitting it up in those ways. And sometimes this is an appropriate thing to give yourselves both a little break. And and sometimes Uncle Mickey needs to come over for a visit and uh, Landon gets to watch the <laughs> Mickey Mouse for a little bit while we clean or get stuff done that we couldn't otherwise do if we were all just 
watching or playing with the kids 24 seven. So, uh, yeah, that don't, don't let your feels self feel bad. If, if uncle Mickey comes, comes to visit. Um, other people said that they are sort of having like focus time where that's where you can schedule all of your calls, all of your deep work needs to happen. And then you can sort of have like half focus time where, um, if you need to have your laptop out and do a couple emails or fix a couple things while you're you're watching over the kids and then that's a good way to do it as well. So because like it's it's not like you can't just slap the kids in front of the TV for an hour as well. Like that's certainly a fine thing to do at, the, at this point in time. It's just that you're not going to get that like deep work. Like I'm not going to record a video tutorial while my kids are, are watching Dora the Explorer in the background, you know, but yeah. I certainly could reply to some emails or uh, do a few tweets or something like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's all just a balance. You you got to, I don't know, we're all just doing our best at this point, you know, so mm-hmm. don't let yourself get beat up over maybe not winning the parent of the year award right now. Uncle Mickey is going to win the parent of the year award. He is. Yeah. Uh, we were recording that last episode with Courtney and, um, and myself here. And since we were doing that, Brooklyn was taking a nap and Landon was watching Mickey Mouse. But he, when the episode changed, like the episode was over, he was like freaking out. <laughs> he was so upset. He was like, oh, episode Mickey Mouse. And was like, OK, <laughs> we'll get Mickey Mouse back and then we can finish the episode. <laughs> episode. Yeah, it's, it's rough. Other tips we have here is uh, just in terms of coworkers is have mm. empathy for your coworkers because you might not understand what's going on in their house if they can't get back to you as quick as they want or they, oh, yeah. they miss a call or whatever. So just know that everybody's in a really a bit of a weird situation right now. And uh, think about that. Check in on on people as well. If you're not hearing from them as much, um, worth making sure that everybody's OK as well. Yeah. And don't check in like don't make it loaded like. Hey, why aren't you at work? Be just like, hey, how are you doing? Is everything cool? Like uh, check in with them mentally. We talked about that in the last episode too. But it, it, a lot of it is just, we are all people. We're all struggling uh, right now in all sorts of ways. So everybody needs to uh, just be great to each other, help each other out and, you know, just be awesome people. I like it. All right, let's move into some sick picks. I have actually got a very sick pick for you today. And this is probably only for people who have young children. But my wife recently bought this thing called the Slumber Pod, which was because we were supposed to go on vacation before the world fell apart. But we still are using it because it's super, super helpful. Um, And what it is, is it's essentially a blackout tent that you put over top of a play yard or pack and play or crib or whatever, whatever those things are called, you know, those like little, yeah. those things you put your kids in and it's, it's this tent that goes over top of it and makes it completely dark in them. And that's always a problem we have when we're traveling is like, okay, the kid's uh, going for a nap yeah, or even at my parents' house. All right, let's go for a nap at my parents' house. And they have like, like a coffee filter over the, the window. And it's just like, Bright as day in there, even with the blinds closed. So we bought this thing and you just pop it over top of their crib or whatever. And it's just super black in there. And it works amazing. Like our our kid is having the best sleeps he's ever had. It's nice and quiet. There's a little window you can put the camera in. Um, there's little vent holes that you can open if you're concerned about that. And I couldn't, It's it was expensive. It was like 200 bucks or something like that. And I was like, this is silly. Why are we buying a tent? For 200 bucks, we can go to the camping <laughs> store and buy a tent for less than that. And uh, we got it on there and he slept like a baby. And 
this thing is, is amazing. So like, even if you are in a situation right now where you need to take over one of your kids rooms and they can't have their nap because you're working in there, this would be a good thing to slap over top of a pack and play while they're in the laundry room or something like that. Uh, and it becomes super dark. That's funny. Uh, it's, it's basically like when you put a, a tent over a birdcage and the bird's like, it's nighttime. Yes, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's night. hilarious. So you're treating your children like birds. Congratulations, yep. Wes. <laughs> Thank you. Whatever we can do to get through this. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. That's how I'm how I'm, I'm running. Uh, my sick pick is uh, an escape from reality, so to say, into virtual reality. My sick pick is something I've sick picked before, but I've been spending a lot of time with this in the evening right after we put the kids down. I get like a maybe an hour or so to play some virtual reality. And um, I have the Oculus Quest, which is standalone, meaning there's no wires or anything. And it uses this really cool room scale thing. So you draw a line on the floor of your boundaries. And when you get close to that boundary, when you're walking, it brings in like a grid so you can see you're approaching that boundary. So we have a decent amount of space in our living room that I just drew out. And to be honest, I actually drew out the entire first floor of our house. So I can cool. walk through the first floor of our house in VR without running into anything, uh, which makes cool. it uh, insanely cool because you get so much space. And there's this uh, app I've been playing lately, which is this brand new VR ping pong uh, table tennis. I have never played table tennis. I am largely terrible at it. I've probably lost like 300 games at this point because I've been playing it nightly. And the physics are so stinking good. When you hit the ball, uh, you get a haptic feedback that really feels like a ball's hitting the paddle. You're holding the paddle. You serve it. It has rules. You play online with people. So I'm playing a lot online with people all over the world. And you have voice chat and whatever. And the physics are just dead on. It really feels like you're playing table tennis. So uh, I was playing with this guy from Utah the other night, and uh, it was just so much fun to be like, hey, man, how you doing? Oh, do it good. Oh, where are you at? Oh, I'm in Colorado. I'm in Utah. OK, how's things going? Oh, you know, whatever. We're playing table tennis and talking about the current situation and just vibing out and having fun. And I'm losing every game. And it is just so dang cool. So I'm just really into the Oculus Quest right now. So check it out if you have if you have money to drop. It's not cheap. I bought it a little while ago when it first came out and. It just gets a ton of use right now. So I'm a big fan. Awesome. Uh, shameless plug. I'm shamelessly plugging all of my courses, westboss.com forward slash courses. They are likely still half off to give you something to do when you're at home. So check it out. I'd recommend my beginner JavaScript course, which is beginnerjavascript.com. Cool. Uh, and all of my courses and my subscription are 50% off. So if you are looking for some learning material on Level Up Tutorials, check it out, leveluptutorials.com. Uh, you can sign up and get 50% off. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Hopefully you are keeping well and we'll catch you on Monday. Peace. Peace. Head on over to syntax.fm for a full archive of all of our shows. And don't forget to subscribe in your podcast player or drop a review if you like this show. 